And then I just I I'm not a big fan of Future. But you're not a big fan of Future. No. Let's start right there then. Okay, yeah. You're not a fan of Future. I don't know like a whole lot of his stuff. I don't know like a lot of his discography. Did you like the Future meme that I posted the other day? Yeah, I like your. See, okay. It was, uh, King's Dead by, by Kendrick and Kanye. J Rock. J Rock. Oh really? Yeah. I totally just I didn't. Is J Rock an actual rapper? Oh man. If he's not. We're starting the pod over. We're not going to start. <laughs> I just said rock because I kept thinking about ad rock. Um, J-Rock and, um, and Kendrick, the King's Dead song from... Um, I listened to King's Dead the other day. It's a good song. I just don't know who's on it. Yeah, it's a J-Rock song featuring Kendrick and Future. Here's my thing. And I don't, the meme was when Future's verse comes on. And it's, it's like, like... It's super negative. Is it really? I, the, the meme I, is. Oh, to say that oh his, okay. Yeah, his yeah, verse yeah. sucks. I don't know, man. I'm not... I like future show like uh, the most expensive stuff. I really like that thing that they do with Vice, and I like the memes of Future. And I like it when he talks and does interviews. I don't like his music. I just uh, lump in Future with like designer, and I, you know what modern modern hip hop, I'm not into. Did designer have a second song? I don't know the Panda one. The Panda one was fucking good it when it hit so though. good i love that song but i listened to other stuff by that guy it was I well and when you when i started seeing him perform live i was like chill out and he thought he was get, get, get. oh no yeah. really yeah uh who's gonna say lil uzi vert live i, I heard, heard he was trash i heard he's really bad i heard some bad things about him in bloom just about have personality or his like performance his performance being trash. Oh man! Speaking of in bloom, I remember asking you a question off the record. What was it? Off the air. I remember. I was where I was very anything. curious as to why. I forgot who bought the rights to Free Press, but I think it was Live Nation. Okay. Why they would spend the money to buy the rights to Free Press Summerfest, a summer festival with a recognizable name. Right. Move it to spring and rename it. No idea. Sounds like your money might have been better invested into making a a competitor to Free Press instead of becoming Free Press. Because nobody's like, hey, do you want to go to Free Press Summerfest, a.k.a. In Bloom? People just say you want to go to In Bloom now. In Bloom, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're hoping for. good for. Good for any friends that we may have at Free Press for if they were able to bank off that but it sounds like a bad purchase in hindsight it seems weird i don't know i might be misunderstanding the particulars of it but from my understanding live nation bought the rights to free press Summerfest, and the name free press Summerfest, and then change it to and then had a another year i think where they might have to use it to the move it to the astrodome yeah because it was scheduled in a really bad time of the year, the first week of June. It was so hot. You know, that's so hot, and it always flooded the week before. Really, like every time. So, uh, I only, I think Taylor's first year when she moved up here, she went to Free Press, and it was like in the parking lot of like Reliant Astrodome area. She said yeah. she got blackout drunk, and because there was nothing else to do because it was so hot, and the only things they served there were beer because water costs just as much as beer. Right. So yeah, there's no point. I don't like. I'm not a big music festival guy. My, my last year at Free Press was the last year that Free Press was at um, Eleanor Tindley. I don't know where that is. Isn't that is that the Tindley? name of the Buffalo Bayou Park area? Is that? I hope so. I'm Guys, really, I'm not from Houston. I'm sorry. I'm not from Houston either, but I've been here long enough that I should know the name of the parks. I get them all confused. Where are you from? If you don't want to tell people, that's fine. Just keep it mysterious. Iberia? I was born in Huntsville, Texas. Okay. I lived there for 13 years. Okay. I moved to Willis, Texas in eighth grade. 13, yeah. So, yeah, somewhere around there. Okay. I stayed in Willis until I was a junior. My senior year, I moved to Houston. You had a senior year at a new school? Senior year at a new school. Wow. Rough. I can imagine so. Yes. Senior at a new school. Was in Houston for a year. Moved to Austin. Okay. Pissed that away. Too immature to live on my own at that point in a city on my own without a vehicle. Oof. And then back to Houston. Okay, cool. So, all right. Quickly caught up on where I'm from. 
But so I've been here since I was. It's just that you said it a couple of times, like, uh, I'm not from Houston. I'm like, yeah, I've, you, li- I've lived here for almost you're 15. You're Mr. Houston. You're I've, Mr. Montrose. That's the thing. I'm a, I'm a transplant. I, I mean, but I've, tr- I've now been here for 15 years or almost 15 years. So I've now been here as long as I've lived anywhere else. So now Houston and Huntsville are head to head on right longevity. So I don't know. I like Huntsville. You like I, Huntsville. I just like the state. You park. like Huntsville State Park. I like the state park. Um, I toured the prison once. Which prison? The Walls Unit. Yes. That's uh, where they execute people. For anyone who doesn't know. Uh, yeah, I toured that with my dad, because he, uh, he was he worked for SBC for like thirty years or something like that. But his department was in charge of jail phones. You know, my dad has two patents. Isn't that kind of weird? It's like random fact about my father has two patents. Uh, filed them with like SBC with his name on it and like jail phone technology the way that patents work anytime anyone uses your patent you get a royalty is that the way that works I don't know he has a I don't job. know patent law I know patent law is pretty I think he gets a extensive. very 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 small thing still because it's some of that technology is still in use but there's it's like he was on a hit show from the 70s pretty much yeah okay. so but yeah he has jail phone technology is like a thing that my dad did or maybe maybe you all or maybe he has to prove everything that uses a patent i don't even know i don't know if you know how patent works and you can explain it in five minutes or less yeah come on the show because i'm already boring myself right yeah now. this <laughs> is we're, we're now gonna, we're gonna need it summed up law. in five minutes or less yeah um i don't know where casey i mean i don't know where casey's energy went like, and then i then i was he, loud he came in he, he came in amped up looking for some canes, had me eat some grass. It's because I don't have the canes. I'm so hungry. And, uh, you know, yet another somber start to the podcast. Guys. Hey, we're, hey we needed a six-minute warm-up, and here we are. Here we are. Okay, I, I feel good. I just, like, I think now I'm thinking about canes. I'm, and here's something, here's something that's that's hard to explain. Man, you were doing a lot of motioning, like, looking. There's a lot. Of, this is 5 o'clock traffic. There's a lot of vehicles. Oh, really? Yeah. And you're completely blocking my view. So Do you I want me to turn see. a little bit? If you could maybe move one way or the other. So how I am I supposed see. to look you dead in the eye? Like how, about, through. how about you get directly in front of me? Uh, I feel weird about that. I can't see you. Okay. You can see me. Perfect. Okay. That now I can at least see the door. Okay, cool. Okay. So, two disclaimers. The first is one that everyone's familiar with that we are doing this during business hours, so we're kind of we're kind of we're kind of rolling the dice that um, a minimal amount of foot traffic will come through. Unfortunately, that has not been a problem yet. It's been a slow month here at Club Never. That's clubnever.com. Use coupon code Case by Case for fifteen percent off your first order. Is that order. the Case by? It, oh, nice. That is the promo code. It is. I oh, say, and both spellings work in case you're confused. Outstanding. Really outstanding. Yes. Well done. Additionally, the new mics. They sound so good. They sound good, but I, I think because they sound so good, yeah. that we almost talk too chill. You see, that's my thing. We're used like, to having to really project, and now they're like, I don't for anyone go. who hasn't seen a photo of us, the mics are like an inch away from our mouths. I'm have to, I have to hold mine, so yeah. my audio <laughs> may be like close and then loud and far away. But I'm like holding it mine. It gives you the dynamic of your avatar. My avatar is that the, how you say that word? Or avatar? It's avatar. It is avatar. You may be a psychopath on this episode. <laughs> We're learning Ro- that Casey pronounces words real weird. Rowad. No, I, with everything, I always use both. Avatar. Like I'll use avatar. I've literally avatar. never heard anyone say avatar. You, Do you say meme, Mimi? No, it's definitely meme. Okay, good. Are I you, thought it was Mimi when I was like 18. <laughs> aunt or aunt? Uh, let me think. My aunt. Okay, yeah. Aunt. Aunt? Yeah, my aunt. But, like, you know what? It changes Is a little bit. she an insect? One. Well, I don't say aunt. It's either Thea or. Thea. Thea or. You know what? Aunt. Aunt, aunt. Pat. Wow, aunt. Aunt Josie. It wow. just depends which one. See? Yeah. Okay. What's another one? Aunt Beeb. No, I mean, what's another word? Oh, did I like oh, like a weird one? Mm-hmm. Um, you say either or either. I say either. Do you say caramel or caramel? Caramel. Okay, good. That was like a you know, make or break one for me. <laughs> uh, I couldn't speak to you anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. Words are weird, man. But I, I think the, I think the caramel versus 
caramel one is a is just like a southern thing, isn't it? I don't know. I heard someone say pistachio. That's not a thing. That's not one. That's though. not a thing. I Casey, this is like I think my first week at work. This is my third week working, but the first week someone's like, "Yeah, just load the pistachios, then we're gonna get toasted." Load the pistachios. And I didn't say I didn't say anything about it because he's sous chef, and I was like, "Is he really say pistachios?" And I haven't heard him say it since. Okay. But I'm waiting for the next moment to really dig into him because I'm like, you know, what? this you guy know, also is you know going to be a regular segment today. on this show. What's up? Psychopaths of Houston. Yeah, that, I really hope that's one. <laughs> Psychopaths of Houston. Uh, so Mark Souchef at Nancy's Hustle. So says far, pistachios. Pistachio. We've got background music. Um, Plain. Jason. Yeah. So that's two psychopaths. Uh, Taylor. I love my wife, but stop the squeezing the toothpaste. The way that she squeezes her toothpaste psychopath it makes me think like she's okay. gonna murder me we're i mean we're 10 episodes in and we've already located three psychopaths in houston i we're, think we're doing the lord's work here we absolutely are um <laughs> look out for these people so D- radio silence <laughs> 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 i'm like also thinking man taylor's gonna fucking kill me today yeah well i was thinking do i know any more psychopaths and it's just i think if you shave your head bald Oh, you know, Ed is a psychopath. You're like on a step to becoming a psychopath. Allison, um, an employee of mine at Ham Cycles yeah. and a cycling She's, She seems nice. I just met her. She's very polite. Almost too polite. Psychopath polite. <laughs> <laughs> She's very polite. Um, she said to Ed something that's very true. Oh. You don't go bald until you're going bald. Ed's already going bald, though. That's the point. You don't make the decision to go bald oh, yeah. until you're going bald. Actually, she said you don't go bald until you go bald. Oh, uh, well, okay, yeah. So pretty good. That's solid, yeah. Um, I finally was able to spit that out. You know, it's just distracting having to look you face-to-face now. I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm looking, face, I'm looking away face purposefully. Face-to-face, case-by-case. You know who should write our theme song? The guy who wrote the musical score to a goofy movie oh my god <laughs> the, uh what's the name of the song eye to eye eye to eye yeah he's already he's already in our wow in hey, our zone hey please for the love of god like i looked him up once he was like a young um like songwriter he was a young uh black kid i think like in his late teens maybe Dude, early 20s that soundtrack super young looking guy so good yeah uh, i almost bought a goofy t-shirt I want to say when I was 18, it had like the lead. Who's the guy who like was singing on power, that power, power, power surge, power, whoever that guy is. Okay. And we, like he was on the front. It was just him. And it was like as younger, goofy, goofy junior. It's been a long time. since Power line, power line, power line. Who voiced him? It's somebody nobody famous. famous. It's, is it? Nobody no, famous? It's, the, it's the same dude. It's it just, it was a young, he probably must have thought it was going to be a standout role. He had two awesome songs. They were great, man. Um, I die and stand out. So uh, wherever about, you are, man, come to. Hey, I'd say about once a month, I find myself on YouTube watching one of those songs because it's great. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get um, King into a Goofy movie. Hates it. I think we might have talked he, about this. He's two. We haven't talked about this because okay, I would have told you the, the same thing I'm telling you now. He's too young. He is a little too, there's a little too much story. Yeah, there's, he needs this like flashy images. Yeah. The songs need to be more consistent. Is your kid like music? He loves music. Really? He loves music. What so is so much. What is like go to? What's he like? Top three top three movies right now are Moana, which averages about a song every eight to ten minutes. Okay. I was like, how are you tying in movies to music right now? Moana All right. Sing, which is about a musical talent show. Oh, the the movie, the animals. Yes. Okay. And trolls, which is pop music. Okay. And he, loved, Moana, Moana has his favorite songs. Yeah. Um, the Away Away one and uh, the m- opening song with Moana, make way, make, make way. way. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that movie. That one, that song makes him so happy. Does he will really? start. He will stand up and start jumping. Whoa! Yeah, that song really gets him going. You know, it was a weird one. And he knows the he knows the movie cues. Does he really? So he'll there's a part right before the away away song, 
where she like she bangs on the drum. and he like gets all amped he'll come to the screen he'll get ready for it oh my gosh yeah. i really like that movie though that one is great that's a really good for one. A movie i've had to watch probably 100 times yeah it's good i hate singing though did you have songs when you were growing up that you were like oh shit this is this is it this is my jam or like an album um because this was one of our talking points and i really well, feel like i segued that really nice that was a fantastic segue. Thank you, Casey. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's you who usually has like great segues, and I don't feel I feel like mine have been forced, and I feel like I had a really good one. Before we dive into music, have you ever read an on a segue? Yes, once. Psychopath. Oh man. <laughs> uh, can I give the context? Didn't the segue guy die writing a segue, and he like wrote it off a cliff or some shit? I believe that because that's the person who invented. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, context behind it I worked at the Jimmy John's like a block away from the Alamo and in San Antonio Texas and when you there's like Segway tours all through downtown San Antonio because there's Segway it, tours in Houston too I've never gotten on one I've I haven't done one either so they left a Segway out because I was literally Jimmy John's in front right next to Alamo the Segway tour is in the back right next to the Riverwalk one of them was left unattended and my friends saw it and they're like can you like someone go ride this and i was like i've always wanted to do it i rode it about 12 feet before i flipped over the front of it and landed face is first. like riding the hoverboards it yeah kind of you have to like really know what you're doing uh i picked it back up and then just tried doing it again and that's when the the manager came out and told me to get off and yelled at me my um then came to our store and yelled at our manager for messing with him i definitely have always wanted to ride segways you're it's, a psychopath i, I did it on a dare you're just, the one who wants to i want it's like um it's a, it's like the really offensive joke. What do you that mean? You, that used to be told about mopeds growing up. I don't know. You're not familiar with this joke? Should you tell it? So the joke is... Okay. <clears throat> fat chicks are like mopeds. <laughs> Everyone wants to ride one, just no one wants to be caught doing it. I have heard this joke. Or, it's yeah. something along those lines. Right, yeah. So I feel the same way about segways. Everyone yeah. wants to ride a Segway, just nobody wants to get caught doing it. I feel you on that. And if Joe riding his Segway in Arrested Development didn't make you at least want to jump on one, then... I loved it when he did it off-road at the construction site <laughs> yeah. and he would like get caught. <laughs> I just watched that episode a couple of weeks ago. It's so good. That shows... I I hope listeners, we have listeners that are listening to Arrested Development. Uh, that show is perfect. But to, to answer your question about album favorite albums... They grew on me growing up. Dude, not, ours are going to be so different. I'm not I can't sure. Wait. I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure which one um, was the first one to grow on me, but I can I can tell you what my first CD purchase was. Oh, tell me. It was uh, the Wallflowers. I think it was. It was. That's, either, you know, that's actually that's cool. That's a cool first CD purchase. I I went and. I only had enough for one CD. I was, yeah. And I went to Hastings. Oh, nice. And the decision was, I mean, obviously I listened to music before this moment, but this is my first CD. I had tapes. My mom used to buy me, right. et cetera. However, I went and I had enough just for one CD. And my choice was between the Wallflowers and Weezer's Blue Album. This is Weezer's Blue Album came out in 93. So was this around that time that you went? Yeah, I would say um, it, it might have actually been the year after that album came out. Because I was obviously when you're so young, 94. something comes out, you uh, you don't get to buy it the day off. Right, you're yeah. kind of like saving your pennies. Nin- so it was whenever the Wallflowers album came out because the Blue album was already out, I believe. So like 94, 95? Oh, 96. 96, okay. Wow. I was so four. I was, you know what? I think it might have been Pinkerton. No, Pinkerton was the decision. Oh really? I was either I mean, gonna both buy, were early Weezer was just the best. I was either gonna buy uh, the Wallflowers bringing down the horse. That's a good album. It, you know, I dare say it holds up to this day. I'll give it a listen because I I really do like the Wallflowers. And, oh, and the and Pinkerton came out in '96 as well. So okay, that, so yeah, that, that is was what it was. Okay, cool. So maybe maybe not my first album, but my first memory yeah. of an album was those two. Was having to choose between those two and choosing the Wallflowers, and. Considering what Weezer decided to do later on in their career, I feel okay with my decision. 
Yeah, okay. Because that was kind of there was a there was a moment on the Green album that was okay, but after that it was really just trash. I don't know about trash because they got they got pop hits, but no, that's exactly no, what he right, said. Like not, he's like, I'm gonna make music to like. He get wrote popular. a State Farm jingle, right? What's so funny is the the Beverly Hills song, which is like making fun of people who do things to live in Beverly Hills, right? Right. It's what he did. It ended up being what he did. He exactly. hadn't done it yet. He was so frustrated. That's why. He hadn't done it yet, and then he started writing. Well, the thing is about Pinkerton, too, it's only a 34-minute album. Yeah, it's like a it's like a punk rock album. 34 minutes where, so I probably get my money's worth because Bringing Down the Horse was almost an hour long. Oh, nice. So. Okay. I was I was a 50 to 60-minute album guy at the time. Really? Because I, I, rem- I remember when I bought. You weren't into, like, the ballads or, like, really long con- concept albums? Later on in my life. Gotcha. We'll get there. Okay. But I remember always expecting 50 to 60 minutes from an album. Okay. Because when I bought the green album, uh, freshman year in college. Gotcha. I used to put it on when I had to cook. I was the chef on Thursdays. So I would put it on the cook. Yeah. And it would end so quickly. That, that album might be under half an hour. We have to go through that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've listened to Pinkerton through. It's really short. I don't know if it's 34 minutes short, though. So Weezer, the Green Album, um, the, the one that came out in May of 2001. So, yeah, yeah. that would put me at seven. I should not have had a Topo Chica before <laughs> this. I keep burping. <laughs> that would put me at age 17, which aligns. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. That's crazy. So that album came out, and it is 28 minutes long. Is it really? You want me to give you $15? For twenty eight at minutes? seventeen years old, that's a uh, yeah, yeah, that's rough. Okay, I would dare say that that's rough now because one dollar songs weren't a thing at the time. Oh yeah, that's right. So twenty eight minutes, I was insulted. I was, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a good album. It's a great album. Island in the Sun, Hash Pipe, Don't Let Go. There's one more on there. Is uh, what's the last song of that album? A girlfriend. I don't know. That's not what I was thinking. I'm thinking of the blue album. Never mind. You know what? It, it's photograph. I think is the other one. But yeah, the first half of the, the first half of that album is like good two to three minute hit songs. They're great, man. Written for the radio. Yeah. In and out. You got your fifteen dollars worth. No. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I get that. But shortly after that, I got into the whole Columbia House thing. What were we listening to? No, I, d- I don't know if you're, you might be too young to know this. But I probably am. Columbia House used to mail people things that would say, get 12 CDs for one penny each. Oh, this. You've told me about this. It's, this is the only way I know about yeah. it. Hopefully I haven't already spoke about this on the podcast. I don't think so. No, this is a separate conversation. Okay. This was a while ago. So they would say, give you, we'll give you 12 CDs, a penny each, and then you only have to buy six more CDs at like their $28 price tag or whatever right. it was over the next year or two. And as a kid with no money, 12, 12 CDs for a penny. Let's do it right now. Oh, my God. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go time. So right then, I immediately had a, a solid CD collection. Did they send you cool stuff? I can remember some of my first purchases. Um, I yeah. think there were two or three Nirvana albums, uh, Metallica album, Green, cool. Day, Green Day Dookie. Oh, good one. Um, I, I was into good music from a very young age because I grew up around – uh, young BMX kids and skateboarders. Okay, so yeah, they always had good music. They always knew what was up. So, yeah. um, oh, Rage, Evil Empire, Rage Against Machine, another one on the list. That's a, I really like that album. So yeah, I was, um, that might be the most modern album that I got. So that'll that'll give me an idea of what year it was. I, f- I want to say I was eleven or twelve. Really? I, I typed in Rage of the Empire. So ninety six. That would put me at twelve years old. Okay. So okay. I didn't get my first CD till I was, it was gifted to me. And this is, I got made fun of at school and got really upset by my taste in music. So then I went and bought pop albums. Uh, My first tapes, I bought tapes um, because that's all we had was Stevie Ray Vaughan, Led Zeppelin's How the West Was Won on tape. And then I had a Sun House CD or a tape as a seven-year-old and all these were like gifts from my dad but i was really into blues music as a young child and so one day at christian school i get to showcase our music hey what music do you like i got made fun of so bad for liking for, old for listening to 70s rock 
because everyone was like, you listen to old man music. And for a seven-year-old who only wants to be cool. It, I wonder if anybody in that class is today was like, man, that Casey kid in youth camp. He had fucking on it. He had the best taste in music. Uh, no, I'm sorry so you, to drop another F-bomb because I happened to look at your notes today and you wrote too I mean, much cursing. It was on me. I sounded like an <laughs> ass, man. I really did. Uh, I like my, my father-in-law listened to episode seven. And I just happened to listen to it last night, and I was like, I was embarrassed to listen to it. I thought we had good, I thought we were really funny. I thought the episode was good, but I was like, I swore too much. I sounded like the kid in high school who's like, swears every other word because he doesn't know what else to say. That's how I felt like. like. his mom's not around. He's like, fuck shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, I, that's how I kind of felt. I was like, wow, I said this unnecessarily too many times. So I'm trying to tone it down and not sound like a dingus. Well, I listened to episode eight well a little bit of it just to hear the contrast in right. our old equipment versus our new and i am just seth rogan ma- laughing right into that mic oh nice and i was i was embarrassed really i was like step away from the mic fatty <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't i i it's really not that bad but so. the swearing was like it's not that i ha- i don't swear something don't. El- something else i've noticed is i'm definitely not whatever the the thing is that people do to warm up their vocals right i'm definitely not doing that because i sound like i smoke a pack of cigarettes right before we go on no you don't you're you're i'm marge simpson ah. that's the worst marge simpson i've <laughs> no, ever heard i wasn't trying to do marge simpson that was just me like whispering it sounded bad i have whatever to say though my arnold you're fairly solid. I fairly solid. Four out of ten. <laughs> what? <laughs> Four out of ten for your Arnold impersonation. The one that I put on the story today. Yeah. Get, okay. Do it right now. Okay. What do you got? Well, I did it yesterday. Well, I'm asking you to do it now. I can't do it now. Well, you're, I'm, you're, too, I'm too raspy. I had to do that opening for us after yeah. you left yesterday. I think I can do one. Was it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Let me think. Uh, get to the chopper. It's pretty good. Here's from yesterday. Klein, if you say it like Klein, sounds fine. But if you read it, it's almost like Schwarzenegger is Klein. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get to the chopper, Klein. Okay, not bad. Not not terrible. I'll give it five out of ten now. Five out of okay. I feel like mine's better. Let's hear yours. Get to the chopper. Okay. That's not bad. That's five out of ten. Okay. Well, mine's clearly better. But <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what i don't even know if anybody heard mine because i had the the speaker of the phone pointed the wrong direction i think i'll pick it up so um give us your thoughts who's the better arnold let's do it again go ahead get to the chopper get to the chopper i definitely fucked mine up i mind won that one so thank y'all for listening and voting for me play Um, episode nine (laughs) 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 no play this yeah i think you had me there but uh let us know who's got the better arnold uh yeah oh um, did i tell you i didn't tell you what i the first album i actually bought though okay. to like make up for this though well hold on. it was backstreet what, what, boys um the one where they're on the cover no the 2001 and then i bought nsync's you no strings attached my fire yeah <laughs> dude uh and then no strings attached because that's all what all the kids listen to dun, 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 dun. Dun. it was good but i realized i hated that music I really didn't like it. That's so funny because like two days ago, maybe three days ago, yeah, I dove into a rabbit hole on YouTube of Backstreet and NSYNC. Why? And Julianne and I were discussing Backstreet or NSYNC. Would you? Guys- I, well, I told her I was like, you know, Backstreet was first. I got to ride with the OGs. Mm-hmm. Sure, Justin ended up being more talented than the rest of the nine people combined. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> however, on so many levels. However, at that moment. I was Backstreet, especially when, what was the album you bought? 2001, I think it was. When the yeah. when the airplane video, You Are, yeah. My Fire. I was when nine. That one, when that one dropped, yeah. it was game over for me. Really? However, going back and watching it now, I think it was even. Really? I think it was even. I don't think I've given it a dive since then because it was never the music I really liked. But yeah, that was the, those so, are the ones I bought because so I got made fun of. Backstreet had I Want You Back. Everybody, no. Backstreet's back. Not I want you back. Yeah, I want back. you back. Oh, 
is that it? I'm I'm mixing melodies with lyrics right now. <laughs> I'm not positive. That's the thing. I'm not back sure. Backstreet's back. All right. Yeah, but yeah. that's but Backstreet backs all right. It's part of everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So man, deep dive into Backstreet Boys a little bit. Okay, so we've got that. Then um, the I want it that way song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then wh- what, what else was on that album? That was a long album because I think. I remember listening it through and I would always skip like a bunch of songs to get to another banger at the end of the album. And they I would always have the ballads like I'll never break your heart. Right. Oh, you know which one I liked that was never that popular what's was up? the call. I, what's was, the call? It was kind of like, Oh God, I can't it? think of it. AJ. AJ is like the bad boy. Really? It was like AJ song. So the I searched the call Backstreet Boys, and mm-hmm. the top thing is the call Backstreet Boys fart. That's the top search on there. I guess there's like mm. a fart thing on there. So I've Googled Backstreet Boys hits and clicked on the first article Yeah. that says the 10 best Backstreet Boys songs. Okay. So oh, let's whoa. just dive into this okay. real quick. As Long As You Love Me. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. I totally forgot as about that As Long As song. You Love Me. What, what just happened with your mic? Did you play something? Yeah, so I was like, I pulled up Backstreet Boys, The Call, because I was just curious about uh, which song it was. It, something crazy happened. No, it's okay. Okay, show me the meaning of being lonely, another heartbreaker. Whoa. Quit playing games with Quit my heart. games with my heart. Games with my heart. Dang. Yeah, that was their first hit, where they're sitting on the steps and it was raining. There's a reason these guys were so big. So, boom, that's three. I want it that way, four. Yeah. I'll never break your heart. I don't remember. I'll never break your heart. I don't. Or all I have to give. See, this has been a long time. Anywhere for you. I don't know that one either. Really? These are the 10 best. Shape of my heart. I do know that. Everybody, parentheses, backstreet's back. I feel like a lot of the melodies for these songs, as they were like (laughs) singing them, are very, very similar. (laughs) And then um, it's not on the list, but um, the one that we were just singing about the airport. Right. Wait, what? Or was like, I want it that way. Right. I want it that way. Wasn't on. There. Oh no, it was the first song. I, I was like, wait, <laughs> we okay, said that. So that's the best Backstreet Boys songs according to AXS.com. Access. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Access. Access. And it was it was just done by a contributor, so it's not even official. Article. Okay, do you got an NSYNC one? Because uh, I feel like that's the the next move. Okay, so the ten biggest. Okay, this is. I clicked on the first link. It was called the 15 greatest instinct songs of all time. Yeah. I'm going to start at 10. Number 10. This, I promise you not incredibly familiar with that song, but it's the one where they're all wearing turtlenecks in the forest. So I don't, I remember the music video. I remember the imagery. I don't remember the song. So that's a, that's a mark off number nine pop, which is the first album they made after severing ties with that fat Florida dude, I think that like construct the constructed boy bands. Oh yeah. I think I watched like a weird. Oh no, that was the no strings attached album. I, that was the whole thing that they're no longer puppets. Pop is when they like, were like, Hey, stop hating on boy bands. That was that album. Okay. I remember the narrative. You were old enough to really remember this stuff. I remember the narrative. Oh, TRL was my shit, man. Okay. And making the video and making the band. Wow. So okay. okay, nine was pop. Solid yeah. song. For semi forgettable. Which one was pop? Dirty pop pop pop. All right. Remember I did that song? I never like that was one of my least favorite NSYNC songs. Okay. Yeah, it was a it was a polarizing song because it was a single off a new album. People were like, What's wrong with NSYNC? Polarizing is a strong word. I need you to know that. Yeah, I mean people loved it, people hated it. I loved it, you hated it. Polarizing. Okay. I'm okay. giving this song too much credit. Number eight, I thought she knew. I have no idea what that song is. Yeah. Have no. Idea. Were you trying to record me right? I there? was gonna like post a video of me recording and talking. Okay. Gosh, so number seven, no strings attached. Great song. It's a great song, right? Good album. Great song. Um. Actually, we're playing this now, and I'm not. I don't think we this know what no strings. Not, do we know anything about NSYNC at all? Wow, you know what? Backstreet is making a strong case right now. Number five, I mean, number six, I Want You Back. Great song. Say No More. That's it. That's Say No More. I want I want you back. 
is the epitome of a 90s boy band song. I'm into that. Big collars, shiny jackets, puka necklaces. <laughs> this was the shit. Did you own a puka necklace? Oh, hell yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I I got it. I think I got it at Pacific somewhere, too. Pac Sun. It was Pacific Sunwear back then. <laughs> wow, you're really dating yourself. Number number five, girlfriend. I don't remember girlfriend. Dude, these are like I, at this I'm point. I'm not it's like, super familiar with girlfriend, but it sounds like one where like had a Latin vibe. We're playing a little bit of it right here for us. You I, know what? For I, being for being number five, yeah, not remember, not memorable enough. This is why Backstreet wins. Like. Well, down. here's the problem. Okay. We're going into the top four, and it's about to be the heavy hitters. All right, what you got? Number four, Tearing Up My Heart. Oh, man. Good song. That, that's the video, I believe, where they're all in white undershirts. I don't think so. Tearing up my heart when I'm with you. That Are they in white? I think I, they're all in white yeah. shirts and humongous baggy pants. Well, everyone around. in a boy band had humongous baggy pants. They had oh, Jinko wow. pants. So this is a, actually a controversial list just based on what I see number one is. Okay, what's the I don't think anybody would put this at number one. That's why. Okay, so number it? three. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. That's number one. Bye, bye, bye is definitely in syncs. That's their banger. Um, That's their number one. I want it that way. Yeah. It's their. It's the one they know. So they got a number three. Bye, 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 bye. That was pretty good. I just like, yeah, I remember that's the one song I was like really jamming to. I'm doing this tonight. Wow. Probably going to start a fight. So, uh, oh man, that's number one. Dude, why, I, one I, what did I say? I told you, that's today. number one. Okay. So that's number three. Number two, it's going to be me. You can flip either one of those. They're both so good, but I'm a bye, bye, bye guy. It's going to be it's, May. It's about to be May. Nah. I, I'm going to see every today. one of those damn I memes. Love it. It's funny every year. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be me, number two. And then number one, also a great song. Not number one, though. What is Gone. It? No, that, that's further, much further down the list. Valid. I, bye 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 is number one. So while I think NSYNC is more top-heavy than Backstreet, right. Backstreet's the winner. How do you feel about 98 Degrees just in general? Trash. Trash. Nick Lachey, also trash. All right, 98 Degrees or O-Town. 98 degrees. I'm taking O Town. Really? Yeah, I'm taking O Town. I can't name a single song by O Town. <laughs> I couldn't tell you the name of the songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, Liquid Dreams. Okay, um, yeah. Well, you got one. The second one was like their big, big hit. Um, o Town is All or Nothing. Because I, I want it all or nothing. I can't join you in. I'm sorry. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know that one. I thought that was a cover. But I I don't I tried to look this up the other day when I was in my boy band dive. Yeah, it I think it was an O Town song. Really? So because that song was so big, I think they have to take the spot at number four over ninety eight degrees because number three, New Kids on the Block. Okay, well yeah. So, boy band power rankings one Backstreet. Wait, wasn't there a what's his name? What's it? What's that guy's name? The science that not science. What's the name of that movie? Sixth Sense. Wasn't that guy in the freaking New Kids on the Block? The guy who kills himself in the opening scene. What is their last name? There's a couple Wahlberg. Of a Wahlberg. That's Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, he was in that, right? He was in New I'm Kids. I'm dating on the myself now. I don't know a lot <laughs> about New Kids on the Block. I was six. Okay. So number one. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. We're in agreement. Yeah, okay. Number two, and sync. Three. I'll give new kids on the block. Just yeah. new kids. You got to respect the legends. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they're legends. Number four, Donnie Wahlberg was number in four. There. I've got O Town. Casey's got ninety eight degrees. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know how we got there, but we just ranked the boy bands. We dove into boy bands. <laughs> uh, this is the definitive list. Uh, argue with us if you want. Be, you'll I'll, be wrong you know, though. I would love some feedback on the boy bands. Yeah, guys. Uh, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, we can just debate that one all day, but it is Backstreet really Boys. The t- really, the two questions we're looking for here are NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, and the second question, 98 Degrees of O-Town. We've got our Tier 1, and we've got our Tier Turd. So Tier Turd. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> to uh, call them Tier 2, it's, it's, it's not, not even, it's come not even, on. They were, yeah, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC were so far above those guys. So, we, I'm guessing because you went to – was it a youth camp you said or something? No, I just went to Christian school. So 
at Christian, that's weird because I had to go to like Christian youth camps, and that's why I kept saying that. I never I liked never the camps. To, my parents were like, you already go to the school. You I always got in go trouble for like sneaking out and not going to class and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I got in trouble for that at school. However, I'm guessing the obvious answer to this question is the music that was played around your house in your adolescence was 70s rock. It was, yeah, it was classic rock. Well, my mom was a metalhead. And oh, hold on. When you say metal, you mean Metallica? Her favorite band growing up was Judas Priest. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she's seen Metallica. She's seen Nazareth, Black Sabbath. Uh, I think she's she's seen Rush a couple. That's prog rock, but yeah. she's seen Rush like two or three Nobody times. Nobody knew what to call Rush for a long time. Right now it's classified, but I think it was just like metal-esque. But yeah, she's seen a lot of those bands. She's seen Twisted Sister. She saw Kiss. She said one of the best concerts she's ever seen. Are we calling Kiss and Twisted Sister metal? I'll call Kiss Those early albums bands, right? metal, later albums disco. And there's, I think there's a hard line there. I think anybody who started to wear makeup, I just call them a hairband. Okay, you can call. I guess you can call Kiss a hairband, but they're more metal than other hairbands. Motley Crue, their biggest or hit is Poison. Their biggest hit's definitely a pop song and not a metal song. It's a disco song. Yeah, their later stuff gets disco-y. Ah. Rock and roll. Man, we're just yeah, uh, we're tone deaf individuals just singing all just day. Just singing, and you guys love it. Something else about not warming up my vocals, I just noticed that in the feedback is my mouth gets dry, and we'll hear. I wanted you to know because I really heard a loud one in the last ten seconds, and I was that's like, why I said it because <laughs> I heard it. You heard that loud? Yeah, I have nothing to drink in front of me. You just drank a Topo Chico. I did just drink one. But I was really, I don't know if you noticed, I was really savoring the last two ounces to try to keep my voice That's the moist. worst part of the Topo Chico. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, no, we listened to a lot of metal. I guess like metal. We, I, my, my brother's first album was an ACDC album, and I had Black Sabbath live. It's, it's weird because I also did a deep dive on ACDC? On metal recently. Oh, really? Because Zach. I'm um, doing one currently. Zach, a friend of mine, a, a runner. At Remax, is that <laughs> his technical title? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just know it upsets him. <laughs> Zach, a uh, a friend of mine who is in my group chat, had said something about he didn't understand how Metallica was considered one of the biggest bands of all time. Is your friend Zach lived under a rock for the past twenty years? He no, he he knew. I really love going hard at your friends. He he knew that they were. Yeah, he just didn't understand the why. He's like, okay, we're. He was kind of listing bands. He was like, okay, we've got the Beatles, we've got uh, Led Zeppelin, we've got I forgot who else he mentioned. And he's like, and then Metallica. He was like, I just don't get it. What? And I was like, Metallica was at the right place, right time. Yeah, and they were. They were kind of part of a new sound, but also knew how to write hooks. They were doing something totally different than what was going on. And then when they got their lead guitarist, that's when it really took them to like a whole other level. But their Metallica was huge, still is huge. Yeah. They sell out arenas now. Well, that's what was confusing him is he didn't understand how they got to that level of fame. He was like, oh, really? He was reading something about how there was a Metallica show with over one million people in attendance. I believe, and I have to say that I is that. fucking crazy. One million people. So oh my he compared God. it to the Beatles fame, but I don't think that there is any comparison to Beatles fame outside of maybe Michael Jackson. That's the only thing that you can kind of get close to. But when I started mentioning, hey, he's you know Metallica is not on that level because you got to think of Michael Jackson, you got to think of Elvis Presley, right? And he was like, oh no, those aren't bands. And then it made me think. Bands aren't really a thing anymore. It's not. No, man. It's like featured artist. It's like you are just you now. Yeah. Um, give me uh, a band that's recently. Came well, out. I was telling him the I was only. Just trying to think. I was it. like the only band that's like. There's only really two bands I could think of that are like. Nationally or worldwide relevant, and it's Radiohead. And Coldplay. I was just gonna say Coldplay. That's the only other one. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Coldplay, but you can't argue. I mean, Chris, Mar- Chris Martin was on the Super Bowl a year ago. Their so. first album was great. Their first two albums were X great. X and Y was – I remember hearing that when it came out. I was like, whoa, this is – I've never heard anything like this. Well, X and Y was their second album. What was their first album? Parachutes. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
see it. Again. I cannot believe I know that off the cuff. That was really good. <laughs> I can't wait till somebody's over here researching because I don't know jack shit about They're a like, lot. Technically, there was a B side. Your mom's a B side. Ooh, got him. Uh, I I bought the X X and Y album, and I think I got parachutes later. My brother was a huge Coldplay fan, so it was. He on looks like it. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> That's funny because after Coldplay, he went into this weird like goth metal thing. Like a he was in like heap and like Lacuna Coil. Oh whoa! And he loved him pre Bam Margera. Okay. And he would always listen to this one band that would. That's the only reason I know that band is because of Bam Margera. Yeah. He would always listen to this one band that would sing about like Lord of the Rings shit, but they were metal. And I how Led Zeppelin did that. I always made fun of him. I'd always be like. You know, Frodo took the ring to Mount Doom, <laughs> and I still sing it to him sometimes. And he's like, "That that is not a song." He's he's like got a little offended, <laughs> like, a little butthurt about it. Now that he doesn't listen to it, yeah, he, he he'll laugh about it. But yeah, he's like, "That was never a song." Oh man, uh, my brother really dove into. And then now he's on Uzi Vert. Now he's, he's on Uzi he's Vert everywhere. He is everywhere. Wow. Hold on, your brother is into Australian death metal. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just guessing? Your cousin. Uh, I have a couple of cousins who are into death. I bl- Well, he would say black metal, and it's Norwegian black metal. This particular person I was looking at, I believe, was into Australian. Stephen Divinity? You know what? It might have been Austrian. Are you looking at my cousin? Right? Uh, how what, did you know it was my cousin? What's your cousin's name? I think it's Stephen Divinity on Instagram or something like that. He's in black okay. metal and a few other, I think, doom metal, stoner metal. Well, the, we had gotten a new follower, and their last name was Ruiz. Oh, then it, if he's the only one that actually and so I clicked follows. on I clicked on his name. Yeah. And I saw a lot of metal. Oh, yeah, it's my cousin. And I was Shout like. Shout out to Stevie. Stevie, like, thanks for following, man. For who, real. Hey, who's Bobby Houston? Oh, Is that I, Bobby Hugel? I had a speaking of when you bald, just go bald. Bobby Hugel, just shave it. Bobby Hugel called out. He's how, he's how, so sweet. How buddy are you with him? He recognizes me at the coffee shop. Outside of that, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. Is he the kind of person that would be offended at you making fun of him for not? No, because him? he's a lot bigger than me. He could probably beat the shit out of me, so it doesn't really matter. Is he the kind of person where if I were to take a snippet of the pod and tag him, send it to you, and you uploaded it and tagged him? I'm not going to tag Bobby Hugel on a thing where. Well, hey, Bobby underscore Houston, thanks for following. You're not Bobby Hugel, but you are a follower and hopefully a listener. Thanks. Shout out to Bobby Houston. Shout out to my cousin Stevie. Thanks for following. Yeah, I couldn't find him, so maybe he unfollowed after he followed. Oh man, Stevie, what the? I just gave you a shout out. What the hell? Um, for me though, my mom was um, she was really all over the place. My household, you know how like your room has different music than the rest of your house. Oh yeah, my house music, for lack of a better term, was Bon Jovi. Ooh, um, which I didn't really learn to appreciate until my teens. Okay. Bon Jovi hair metal? Hair band? Hair band. Hair or, band for sure. So good though. Jersey. I mean he's a he's a Jer- New Jerseyer. That's I don't you know. You can't beat living on a prayer. It hits you at the right time. I can beat living on a prayer with any song by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so, Do you not like we're gonna have to debate. We're gonna talk the about boss. this. The boss? You know what? I, I have a new respect for Bruce Spring- Springsteen after watching the documentary. Oh, he's a workaholic. On HBO called... The one with like Dr. Dre. And Jimmy Iovine is the main character. Right. And Dr. Dre. Trent Reznor's on there, too. A lot of Trent Reznor, and I love Trent Reznor. I love Trent Re- Oh, whoa. Are we Nine Inch Nail fans? We haven't talked about this? I'm a huge Nine Inch Nail fan. I am, too. The Fragile is like one of those albums that like... Wow. Yeah. The Fragile double album. It was so good. La Mer, that song on there. To use the word polarizing again, when The Fragile came out, because it was the first time he had really kind of, they were already always industrial, but it was, right. it was a serious transition in his sound. It was. Nine Inch Nails fans were not appreciative of it at first. They were like pretty hate machine. Uh, What was the one with Closer on it? 
Not close. Downward spiral. Downward spiral. And then um, there was one after. Broken. That. Broken, yeah. And then came the Fragile double album. So really cool album artwork so on it, too. So good. so good. I had it. It was regular rotation I all always, the time. I still have that one. I had a two-disc player that was the thing in really? my room. Oh, cool. Fragile uh, disc one and one. Fragile disc two and another. That's a solid call. And then I, I went to day for night and it was raining and I was like, Hey, I don't care if we leave, but I have to watch nine inch nails. Did you see him? Yeah. Was it awesome? It was so good. Oh he man. Sounds so, I have, not, you know, because he's really about the audio engineering as much as he is about oh, the live performance total nerd about it. So they've, they've been able to make it sound as good as a studio album, but with the energy of a live performance, it's so good. I can't believe we haven't talked nine inch nails before. This is like, my first vehicle had a ni- my first two vehicles had nine inch nail stickers on it. I had to take a nine inch nail sticker off of like a binder because it was banned at my school. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I had a nine inch nail shirt, the one that and I N backwards in. Yeah, my brother still has one. I think I still have one. Um, he saw them recently, not recently, but I think two years ago in Austin at the Austin three sixty. I even like all the stuff he's done with Atticus Ross. Like oh, the, the stuff. The, he did it for the Social Network. He did it for. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. He won a he's an Oscar winner. Social Network won he an won Oscar. Won for the Oscar, and that yeah. that score is really good. Atticus Ross is incredible as well. Uh, both of those guys. Whoa. Okay. I'm juiced now. Trent Reznor. <laughs> well, I'm a huge fan. Outside of Bon Jovi, there was a lot of shit. Sorry, mom. My mom is a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. A parrot head, if you will. Uh, oh. Wait, she would she classify herself as? Oh, that? she would call herself a parrothead. Oh man, I think she's been to. Like I don't want to talk double, trash about your mom, but double digit Jimmy Buffett shows. I fear for your life now. That's and all you know Jimmy say. Buffett's such a Woodlands Pavilion show, which makes it even worse. Everybody on their uh, fucking towels. It's like, that's awful. <laughs> I did go to what is it Buffettville, Margaritaville in Vegas. That's the most Jimmy Buffett experience I've ever had. I wish you guys could see the look I'm giving Casey for that one. I need you to know, <laughs> like, not just the look, but the feeling I have about your mom being a self-described parrot head. I'm, it makes wor- me judge what's you. What's worse is she's turned my stepdad into a parrot head, too. So and that you yourself kind of a parrot head as well. I think I can list two Jimmy Buffett songs That's still. That's too, too many. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Jesus. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Paradise. Psychopath. <laughs> and, um... Margaritaville. Well, everyone can listen to Margaritaville. You don't know Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, I know Cheeseburger in Paradise. Okay. It's an awful song. Margaritaville, uh, you can play that song whenever. It's great. I just don't understand. You know, I can understand that catching lightning in a bottle for a minute. Sure. That kind of music. But like, I cannot believe it's lasted for 40 it years. still going? People live and die <laughs> by Jimmy Buffett. They really do. It's insane. I have an aunt, and I think her partner are super, super jimmy buffett fans and i don't understand it and then my mom was also into other hair bands like are you familiar with mr big the band no not at all um they were one of the first i might be wrong they were one of the first um super groups oh i feel like you're wrong i'm pulling it up right now because so. uh, one of the first super groups was jeff beck jimmy page what was this band that they were in before all well i guess it's not really a super group it's just them playing as kids yeah i don't recognize the other bands any of these guys are in so maybe not okay not <laughs> not a super group <laughs> but maybe maybe i clicked on a um i really hate maybe i clicked on a drummer so dude someone's knows. gonna fact once we get like bigger people are gonna start fact checking uh fact checking it, lo- it looks like a lot of these dudes like played with like enunciate enunciate and your project. words project Say your words. It looks like a lot of these guys played with like David Lee Roth and and other like. So it's it, it's definitely that type of music. Yeah. Hey, we just got a message on the case by case podcast, and I need to bring it up because it's what we talked about yesterday. What is it? It's a photo of you. I took a video of you, okay. and it says technical difficulties one hundred and one when you're messing with whatever that thing is. The amp. Uh huh. Somebody. And I don't know if I'm going to name who. Okay. Just commented on the video. It's not called a preamp. Gay. Oh. Hey, did you not listen to episode eight, friend? Wow. We talked about this. You're not supposed to say that. It's 2018. Get a, com- get a new insult. Get a new insult. Don't say that. You know what? We won't call them out. 
I'm not going to call you out, but don't say gay. We won't call them out. There's nothing homosexual about this. Oh, you know what? Also, don't be a hater. You know what? That's one person. I just looked at it. I would call out. Consi- oh, you consider this your warning, Kiko. That's Don, all, that's Don, a, that's Don. all I'll say about it. That's okay. his nickname. All right, cool. Next time, called out. You know what? If Kiko had a podcast, I'd listen. And I wouldn't comment. Gay. We're only here positive vibes. Make a podcast. See what happens. It's not as easy as as we make it look. We make it look super easy <laughs> because we don't put a tremendous amount of effort. You know, that's not true. I drive across town to come over here. You set up. You take like 20 minutes to set up. We have yeah. to do this in, during your store hours. You just drop something. I don't know what you dropped. <laughs> we make an effort. We're $400 we're the, yeah, in the hole, too. We're, we're very close quarters here, and I just – I tried to move in the headphone, grab something, and yeah. my mouse went tumbling down. People – I don't know. Is it weird to be this into making your own podcast? Yes. No. Oh, I'm going to say – I'm going to say – Yeah, okay, yeah. I was like – I'll edit that out. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I well, – you know what? Yeah, it is kind of weird. Like – we're not famous. We're like we're not rich and famous at all in starting one. Like Dak Shepard has one. Like the armchair with Dak Shepard. Fantastic. Put me and Dak Shepard in the same sentence. We're gonna need to dive into that because I find <laughs> him and Kristen Bell adorable. You find Dak Shepard adorable. I not so much Dak Shepard as much as Kristen Bell adorable and them together adorable. You know, there was that moment where he was on punked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he be- he tried to kind of like get in the movies and I think he did a movie with Dane Cook. He did. And that's when I was out on him. And then now that he's come back around and his, his, his thing is that he is Christian Bale's husband. husband. You're struggling. I know I've, I'm out of liquids. Um, his thing is now that he's her funny husband and does silly things. Yeah. Now I'm kind of back in on him, but I don't know if I would listen to him on a podcast. I've listened. It's good. Give it a listen. Armchair. Dak Shepard. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm being awfully critical for somebody nine episodes I in. I don't know why. Like, like, I would never listen to you speak. Oh, you my fucking amateur. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the look in Casey's eye was, he's laughing, but he was totally serious when he said that. I was not serious. Uh, there's a movie he did, and I know you're going to judge me on this. It's one of my all-time favorite guilty pleasure movies. It better not be the one with Seth Green. It's Let's Go to Prison, okay. and it's with uh, what's Joe, Will Arnett. It's Will Arnett, him. Um, I love Will Arnett. Will Arnett's amazing. Uh, dude, that movie has like a 30% or something on Rotten Tomatoes or 20%. I, Me and my brother found that one late night on Comedy Central. That movie is worth the watch. Um, I I recommend it. I think Dak Shepard's fine. Kristen Bell, I'm like, is the one that kind of bugs me. The, oh. She bugs you. I don't know. She's adorable. Sexist. Whatever. The. Um, I wasn't. I don't like Veronica Mars. I'll just say You that. said it was a. Th- you don't like Veronica Mars? Or you don't like Kristen Bell, who is also Veronica Mars? Both. Veronica Mars was incredible. I never saw it and I don't like it and I don't want to. You can't say you don't like it. If, you know what? Yes, you can. This is 2018. You can't say you don't like something if you haven't experienced it. All right. So torrent me some Veronica Mars to watch. and That I'll would watch be like it. me saying I don't like Nancy Sussel. But you love Nancy Sussel. I you not, love, I love, not, I love. Like All I kept hearing <laughs> was you saying that you love Nancy Sussel, the place where I work, and oh. pays for me to come over here. I wish I could go. Just go. I'll go. It's open till midnight. Mm. <laughs> it can be weird. <laughs> so, okay. The first time that I realized that you can't trust ratings, the first time I can really remember that you can't trust ratings, because you mentioned the 30%, was when I saw Euro Trip in theaters. And I just went in to watch it just because I thought it looked funny. Right. And young me, however old I was at the time, loved it. And I laughed the whole time during your trip. And there was a Matt Damon cameo that I didn't yeah. expect. And it was great. And then I came Scotty home. doesn't know. Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. Scotty, Scotty doesn't, doesn't know. know. Dude, I have that. <laughs> Don't I, tell I Scotty. Like, that song's so good. <laughs> that Fiona and me. Dude. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So 
I came home and I, I looked it up. I was like, oh, what a great movie. And I Googled it or something. And yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not a great movie, but that age it hit the spot like American Pie did. So I looked it up and the rating was like 0% or like 2%. It was like one of the worst reviewed things I'd ever come across. Right. And it- I was like, oh, critics don't know how to judge comedy dude this is really weird that you say that because that movie and let's go to prison and a handful of others were ones that i was like i don't trust ratings anymore i don't think i've seen euro trip since i saw it in theaters but i can't believe you saw it in theaters that was one that i had to like get my hands on yeah because i was like i think 12 year old casey was like i hear there's boobs in this my mom wouldn't let me see american pie in theaters but when it came out it was everything i hoped it'd be really (laughs) it's just so that pie scene is in I mean, the yeah. the pie scene was whatever. Yeah, it was what got, it it's, was what got like Entertainment Weekly talking about it and right. stuff. Right, Jason Biggs has sex with a pie. Jason Biggs used to be what people said I looked like uh, towards the end of high school. I'm gonna need to see pictures, <laughs> and I'll be the judge of this. Clean shaven, kind of pale, turn pink when you run. A little <laughs> big, curly hair, big nose, a little yeah. bit of a Jufro. I uh, I get mistaken oftentimes as Middle Eastern or Jewish. I've gotten Jewish when I had shorter hair. Yeah. It's the nose. Yeah. It's like, I just, people just think you got a we, big nose. You we must both be have large noses in different ways. Yeah. We're both like ethnically ambiguous. My fiance and wife to be Juliana says that my nose turns down a little. Yeah. Just so slightly. How dare you? It, just a little bit. You know what that makes me? What? A witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not enough. The witch that comes I never up. noticed you had a big nose until you mentioned it. It's big. I never noticed. Look at the profile. It's beefy. It's beefy. It's a meaty nose. Okay, so <laughs> we've done this before. We've been cold outside, me and Taylor. She has. Have you seen Taylor's nose? No. Tiny. Tiny. Adore, but it like fits her face because she has a small head. Is it like button? It's a, it comes to like a sharp point and now she has the septum ring and it looks really, really, I, I don't know. She has a cute little nose. It will get freezing cold in like 10 seconds. My nose always warm because it's really? got so much meat there, man. So she just kind of bundles her hands together and sticks them near your she nose. She gets near my heat. nose. It radiates heat. Yeah. I run hot. I'm always like a little sweat. I run hot too. I just, the back unfortunately sweat. I can't, I can't do the cut like around this time Yeah. through mid November. No touching in the bed. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I need the space. I need the airflow. Wow. Um, uh, I, I get really hot, and so does my son. We both run really hot. I used to, when I, before, when I first started dating Taylor, when I would go over there, I would bring an ch- extra shirt. I would drive in, like, a shitty shirt, and then when I get to her place, right, like, around the block. Does she know this? Yeah, she, yeah, she does. Wow. You really wanted to impress her. You were, I parked in the park. There's like, a church. I can't church. leave anything to chance. I'm not showing up with pit stains. I wasn't going to. Yeah, because it wasn't the pit stains. It was the back, and I knew the first thing she's going to do, because you're not making out or seeing it when you first see them. Hold on. Your AC was broken? Or? Oh, no. <laughs> just, the, just the heat that I radiate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's impressive. You know, I've. I when, would blast the to, AC. When going to, like, a date arms up to meet somebody new i would drive arms up yeah because i'd learned my lesson i so this even more embarrassing i would put a towel between me and my shirt because i just knew that my back up against the chair i was gonna sweat by the time i get over to see taylor i was gonna be good and sweaty and i wanted to look real cool so i think we we um not to just cut off right there it's a great story about sweat but a <laughs> classic <laughs> sweat story <laughs> I think uh, I think our um, our listeners have a good idea of the music that we grew up in, and that molded us into the people that we are. Oh yeah, unexpected boy band power rankings because it shaped us. It did as men as Backstreet Lovers. Yeah, we're back. All right. Um. However, we have one last psychopath to point out. It's mainly a genre of people, but it is one, a genre. one it, it just happened in to me. It yeah. did just happen to me, and he's kind of famous for it. And if you're this type of person, I'm gonna let you know that nobody likes you. They might like you every other minute of the day, but this minute of the day, nobody likes you. The person who texts you, Hey, are you blah 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 or can you da 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 and before you've even had a t- the time or a chance to answer they have called you. I 
didn't comment because I forgot where you were going with this. Okay. But I'm going to go ahead and mend what you said. No one likes that person in ever. general. In general. Okay. Just like that. It's a personality type. It's a 100% a personality type. You were type. raised a certain way, and it was that the, your time is more valuable than my time. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, that's... That's basically what a phone call means if somebody's trying to text you. If somebody's texting you back and forth and they call you, they go, no, let's do things on my time. Right. Hey, hey, hey. You, Start with the call. You know, texting gives you the opportunity to answer at your own convenience. Right. But if you want to call, start with the call. Start and if somebody's available to talk, they will answer. Or maybe just be Never like, hey, can people. I call? I'd like to just like knock this out. Gene, good at texting me, can I call? Sometimes I tell him yes. Sometimes I'm like, just tell me what you need to text. He knows you're a busy man. He's got people in here. I and appreciate then, that. And now you're a podcaster. Yeah. And we're an on-the-edge podcaster because despite telling this person that I was in the middle of something, yeah, he is the kind of person to show up. And it's the time of year where it, reps have nothing to do. So, like, and so oh, they right. just fucking pop in. Really? All the time. Josh wow. was here earlier. Josh, a nice guy. Yeah. Ali, a nice guy. Yeah. I don't need to see you guys. I'm That's sorry. Weird. I like you. We can, we can correspond through email. I really appreciate you guys taking that time and effort to come and see and talk to me but I don't need it. I've got other things to do. Yeah. And sometimes these conversations go on for an hour. I am. I'm the honest with you, man. What a first world problem that is. I'm zoning out because I keep thinking about raising Kings. Well, I'll tell you what, we're at our hour mark. You go get some canes. I'll go deal with Ali. That sounds good. I'm right. so hungry. Raising Kings sponsor us. Love y'all. that you could be told